Welcome to Category 5 Technology TV, Episode 514, for Wednesday, July 26, 2017. I'm Jeff Weston. I'm taking over the hosting duties tonight. Robbie's not here. And uh, with me is Sasha. Sasha, what is coming up in the newsroom? Here's what's coming up in the Category 5.TV newsroom. The world's first autonomous transport ship plans to set out on its, voyage, on its voyages next year. A Swedish rail firm has approved Trainee McTrainface as the name of their train following an online poll. Google is unleashing 20 million lab-created sterile male mosquitoes on a city and says it's a good thing and will help control the mosquito population. According to the Federation Against Copyright Theft, British magazine Cody is directing readers to copyright infringing software and updated drone regulations in Canada make it legal to fly again. Stick around, the full details are coming up later in the show. This is Category 5 Technology TV. Our live recordings are trusted only to solid-state drives by Kingston Technology. Revive your computer with improved performance and reliability over traditional hard drives with Kingston SSDs. Category 5.TV streams live with Telestream Wirecast and Nimble Streamer. Tune in live every week on Roku, Kodi, and other HLS video players. For local showtimes, visit Category 5.TV. Category 5.TV is a member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech... It's here, cat5.tv slash tpn and the International Association of Internet Broadcasters, cat5.tv slash iaib. I'm your host, Jeff Weston, and in the co-seat tonight, Sasha Dermatis. Now, you're probably wondering, where's Robbie? Uh, he's actually taken the night off. This is the first time Robbie's had a night off in this show since its creation. It's true. There was the one time he, like, tried to let go of the reins, and he sat in the audience. And yeah, but tonight he's actually yeah, he's not gone, gone. here. So, he trusts us so much. Yeah, so hopefully we don't burn the place down. Uh, we'll see how it goes. But he did give some really good instructions. And uh, when in doubt, he is available if something goes wrong. So mm -hmm. if I randomly just pick up my cell phone, and I'm like... You know I, that I've screwed up. I truly do want to prove that we, like, don't need him. We need him, but, like, today we won't need him. So that means that I'll be really counting on the chat room if things go yes. awry to help me. And so <laughs> one of the things with Robbie not being here is I realized that I am way more dependent on his tech knowledge than I realized. <laughs> I never had any doubt how dependent on his technology I am. Well, I'm sitting there. He's like, oh, so what are you going to cover for the show? And I'm like, what do I know for tech? Do you want to know what my idea was? What? My small idea was like, maybe I could bring in my Switch. Because I just, like, I got a Nintendo Switch. Oh, Nintendo Switch. Switch, yeah. Yeah. And then we could just spend an hour playing video games. I am okay with an hour of playing video games. That would be fun. Uh, well, yeah. next time. Next time Robbie has a day off. I, I do have an idea for the future, and I think we've talked about it on a previous episode, but I want to build a full-blown arcade system with a Raspberry Pi. Right. So that will be coming sometime in the future before I die, I hope. But that's going to be one of those shows where it takes a lot of prep work because I'm going to have to actually build the frame and all that kind of stuff. And, mm -hmm. you know, so it'll be a lot of woodworking, not so techy, but uh, it'll still be fun. Uh, it'll be amazing. Mm -hmm. But for tonight's show, we're not really showing you tech. We're going to tell you about tech. 
That's right. Yes. Tons of news about tech. Yes. <laughs> now, not tech, but related to physics and engineering and repairs and stuff. How was your bike ride home last week? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so... Last week, I told you about how I got stuck in the worst storm ever two weeks ago. Yes. So I was all eager because the forecast was blissfully amazing last week. So I was like, oh, I'll just ride home joyously. Uh, not that I have any other option at all because I don't have a car. Um, so I start biking along, happy as can be, going well, and then my chain broke not only my no. chain my derailleur snapped in half i didn't even know that could happen What's i a derailleur? have it's the thing that moves your chain from like oh so when you things, adjust the gears like it's the gears up. it's the right. thing that okay. moves the gears to the different spots so you were stuck in one gear then no my chain also broke in half oh, not so in both half went. well yeah so both went so the derailleur snapped it broke my chain oh my um okay so i was in the middle of not everybody here is from Barrie or familiar, <laughs> but I was in um, Wellington and Bayfield. Yep. Right in the middle of the intersection. So I'm picking up parts of my bike in the middle no. of the... Yeah. Were it people was, honking? Pe well, people were just... People are, are good. People are good. Barrie's good people. Okay. So on Wednesday evenings in Barrie, they have... Um, I guess they call it... I don't know what it's called even, but they have movies in the park at Manette's Point, which is what? like... They have How a thing. did I they have a thing. How did I not this, know this? Tonight is the life of pets. Anyway. Oh, oh right, right. It's Wednesday night. Okay, so... I'll be fine. I was really lucky. This really sweet guy, and I really... I should have told him where I was coming from so that he could watch the show. This really sweet guy named Peter. His name was Peter, I think. He was like, this is not a great place to be stuck. I'll just, <laughs> I'll just wait with you until you get picked up. My other friend, Mel, came and picked me up, but it was... It was an ordeal, and Dave the next day went out and he fixed my bike because exactly how smart I am with tech with Robbie is how smart I am with bikes with Dave. So he fixed my bike completely. Awesome. So today is going to be the perfect ride home. <laughs> Good times. Yes. Well, uh, seeing as this is all about you right about now, what's going on in the newsroom? Let me check. Here are the st stories we're covering this week in the Category 5.TV newsroom. The world's first autonomous transport ship plans to set out on its voyages next year. A Swedish rail firm has approved Trainee McTrainface as the name of their train following an online poll. Google is unleashing 20 million lab-created sterile male mosquitoes on a city and says this is a good thing and will help control the mosquito population. According to the Federation Against Copyright Theft, British magazine Cody is directing readers to cop to copyright infringing software and updated drone regulations in canada make it legal to fly again these stories are coming right up don't go anywhere jeff weston yaman you're building a brand new beautiful website what aren't you no am i oh, you're a terrible actor what? This is where acting comes into play. Oh, I didn't know we were acting. You're supposed to act. Okay, fair enough. Right. Yeah, I'm building a really cool website. Are you building a really cool website? You need hosting. One of the things about a hosting account is you don't want to have limitations put on your website. It's true. How much hard drive space do you have? How many email accounts? How many domains can point to it? Well, we've got an amazing deal for you. For a very limited time, cat5.tv slash dreamhost. 
for just $5 and a bit of change per month, you are going to get unlimited website hosting, unlimited email accounts on that hosting uh, service. You are also going to receive a free domain name. Ooh. So your own .com. Nice. To put that amazing website that you've been working on it's on true. there. If you run, if you want to build a WordPress site, fine. Sign up. Cat5.tv slash dreamhost. Just don't put Panama Papers on it. Just don't do it. But hey, uh, it's a great deal, folks. Best deal you're going to find. $5 and change per month. Go to cat5.tv slash dreamhost. I'm Sasha Dermatis, and here are the top stories for the week of July 26, 2017. A crewless ship to be christened the Yara Birkland is expected to start sailing in 2018, initially delivering fertilizer along 30, a 37-mile route in southern Norway. The electric-powered ship will be minuscule by modern standards, with the capacity for 100 to 150 containers, but its arrival could be a huge turning point for the global shipping industry. The ship, according to the Wall Street Journal, will cost $25 million, about three times as much as a conventional ship of similar size, but will save up to 90% in annual operating costs by eliminating both fuel and crew. Though its project is... Though it is projected to launch next year, it will transition to fully autonomous operations only in stages. It will first be operated by an onboard crew, then remotely, before becoming fully self-guided by 2020. That is around the time rules governing autonomous ships are expected to be in place. Okay. So, Jeff, how do you feel about that? <laughs> I, I, I think it's a very cool idea. Mm-hmm. But the sea is not a place to be playing around with a fully automated boat. I mean, like, is it going to be able to adapt to things like, hey, a hurricane just showed up in the middle of the ocean? Okay, so here's the thing. I feel like it because it's safer for people to not be on the ship in the hurricane, I'm okay with the ship. Perhaps, perhaps, I don't like a ship full of fertilizer going down, but I feel like it's better for people to not be on board if there's going to be a catastrophic failure of some sort. I, I, not that I think that the ocean needs 150 containers full of fertilizer. Well, that's just a crappy that's situation. A that's a bad... Yeah. I've been waiting to use it. <laughs> so, but no, I think it's very cool, though. But I just... Mm-hmm. I, I can't help but wonder, like, is the AI going to be ready for the elements? I mean, we've got autonomous cars that mm-hmm. can't pick up or sorry, not autonomous cars, but self-driving cars that can't pick up jumping kangaroos in Australia. But now right. we're going to send a ship out into the water. Like, is it going to be programmed for icebergs? Is it going to be programmed for other Were boats? people really good with the icebergs, Jeff? Well, there was one boat that struggled <laughs> with the icebergs. Or a iceberg. But yeah, like... I, I like they're doing it in stages, right? So it's kind of like the the news story that we had last week with the race cars where there was a human in the car that would guide, right? right? Yes. So it's similar to that in that people will be in the boat and train the boat probably the route and it likely won't deviate from that, right? So hmm. now the thing the thing is, I mean, if I were to take kind of a another side, side of it yeah now people are out of jobs right there's i've been making that argument for a year 
I know. So I'm I'm your writing on this one. (laughs) But people are perhaps now available to get safer onshore jobs than on the sea jobs. That's true. That is true. Those disappointed when Britain rejected the name Bodie McBoatface for a polar research ship should find joy in the name of a new train in Sweden. After a public vote, a Swedish rail operator has vowed to name one of its trains Trainee McTrainface, the Guardian reports. Trainee McTrainface won 49% of the votes in the naming competition conducted by online train operator MTR Express and Swedish newspaper Metro, beating choices such as Hakan, Miriam, and Poseidon. The train will run between the Swedish capital, Stockholm, and Gothenburg, the country's second biggest city. MTR said another train had been voted had been voted to be named Glenn, an apparent tribute to an IFK Gothenburg soccer team of the 1980s that featured four players of that name, uncommon in Sweden, including Glenn Heisen, who later captained Liverpool. Okay. So first thing I thought is Glenn was a probably a nod to Walking Dead, and I was completely wrong. <laughs> but why, why would you name a train after a character from The Walking Dead? I don't know. That's the only Glenn I know, I guess. Well, then Trainee McTrain face. I'm so happy that there aren't public polls for naming children. There are. There better not be. Well, I don't know about public polls, but I know I've but seen people like, where they've do, done fundraisers online, like, hey, name our baby, and for every vote, it's like five bucks. And Baby McBaby face? Oh, no, there's been some wild ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't know if it's ever actually been tested legally in court. My thought is if you're going to take money and somebody wins, you have to name their kid that. I don't love it. I love the name Trainee McTrainface, to be honest with you. I don't love the name Poseidon for a train. That seems weird. Isn't Poseidon like a water yes. thing? Yeah, he is. Okay. See, I would have expected just people to be voting for like Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh, yeah. That would have been way better. Yeah. How come people didn't do Thomas? I, I don't know. Maybe Thomas wasn't as riveting as Glenn or Trainee McTrain Face. Trainee McTrain Face. This is what our world has They should have become. named the train Bodie McBoatface. That would have been a kick in the teeth for the boat company. Yeah. <laughs> well then. <laughs> Google's healthcare arm Verily announced just before the weekend it will release 20 million sterile male mosquitoes into the wild in Fresno County, California. Don't panic. It's to test fighting diseases like Zika, dengue, and chikungunya. Chicken some chicken gunya. I'm glad I do not have that disease. The debug project will be the biggest U.S. study to set free mosquitoes infected with Wolbachia, a common reproductive parasite. The idea is that the infected mosquitoes will try to mate with wild females, but the eggs laid will not hatch and the mosquito population will decline over time. A million mosquitoes will be released over a 20-week period. Okay. I love this story because... I am like a mosquito magnet. Right. So I love the idea of getting rid of mosquitoes. That shocks me. What? What, that something is magnetized to me? I'm an attractive individual. <laughs> no, it shocks me that you would be okay with messing with things. Look, it, it's not I, like the mosquitoes are being taken over by robots. Okay. They're just being eradicated. They're like GMO mosquitoes now. But they're non 
reproductive GMO mosquitoes. Okay, but what are mosquitoes? Like mosquitoes have to be good for something, and now to have like a- sharing ginger blood. Okay. I, under, I hate mosquitoes too. I get it. But don't they feed, like, I wish I knew more. Don't they feed birds or? Bats. They feed bats. Yes. Bats eat mosquitoes. Okay. And probably frogs eat mosquitoes. Do frogs eat mosquitoes? I have no okay. clue. Anyway, I love the idea of less mosquitoes. I don't love the idea of modifying something to make less mosquitoes. I don't love the idea. I don't when know. has modifying something outside of the natural course of creation ever gone bad for the human race? When has modifying... Oh, this, is, this is ridiculous. <laughs> what you are doing right now. <laughs> I'm just impressed you, you didn't like, slap don't. me. <laughs> What happened to the other ways of controlling mosquito populations? Like, don't let, any, don't let there be standing water, right? Or, have you seen the lakes we have around this area? But it's always windy. Yeah, but, the, but the, like, it's a standing water situation. Mosquitoes breed in it's standing water. Summer. Don't let there be standing water. No, but if you, I don't want there to genetically modify the mosquitoes. I don't want there to be Zika or Chikigunga or whatever it's called. Yeah, I don't want dengue fever. I don't want sterile mosquitoes unless they choose to sterilize themselves. And that's a whole different situation. I just don't want mosquitoes. I'm okay with no mosquitoes. Okay. That one's got my vote. (laughs) According to the Federation Against Copyright Theft, British magazine Cody is directing readers to copyright infringing software. Cody is a free legal media player for computers, but software add-ons can make it possible to download pirated content. The complete guide to Cody Magazine instructs readers on how to download such add-ons. Dennis Publishing has not yet responded to a BBC request for comment. The magazine is available at a number of retails including WH Smith, Waterstones and Amazon. It was spotted on sale by a cybersecurity researcher, Kevin Baumann. It repeatedly warns readers of the dangers of accessing pirated content online, but one article lists a series of software packages alongside screenshots promoting free TV, popular albums, and world sport. Check before you stream and use them at your own risk, the guide says, before adding that readers should stay on the right side of the law. Two of the add-ons listed in the article are a banned list maintained by the Cody developers. Nate Betson, Cody's community and project manager, says we don't support piracy add-ons, and so we don't like the idea of someone selling a magazine encouraging people to use them. W.H. Smith declined to comment, but it is understood that the news agent has no plans to stop the sale of the magazine. Transport Canada has issued an update in recent week or in recent weeks to its interim order governing the use of unmanned aerial vehicles, or UAVs, which include consumer and professional drones. The previous order, which went into effect on March 16th, imposed harsh restrictions on when and where Canadians could operate their drones, effectively grounding their aircrafts in most populated areas of the country. The rules surprised many, including amateur drone enthusiasts, professionals, and industry players. They also prompted a strong backlash from drone owners who signed online petitions, wrote to the Minister 
of Transport as well as their local MP MPs and joined an online group called Node, created by Chinese drone company DJI, for the purpose of making their voices heard. Those efforts were apparently successful. The new rules adjust the limitations imposed by the March announcement. Earlier in the month at the Canadian launch of its new drone, the DJI Spark, Adam Lisberg, DJI's Corporate Communications Director for North America, express, expressed frustration with Transport Canada's rules, noting that they do that they would do nothing to prevent drone pilots from flying recklessly if that's what they were determined to do, while they penalize the overwhelming majority of drone pilots who fly safely. I'm not sure how I feel about this one. I like it because it just goes to show you that your voice can absolutely be heard. Right? Yes. So this is people yes. who really stood up against some super limiting regulations and they changed the law, really. See, speaking up, I love. I love that they said that look, this is this is wrong. You don't understand what we need to do and you're not going far enough, you're not doing what we need, you're going to the wrong area. I like that. What I don't like is that drones are just taking off in the last couple of years as something fun to do like the fact that my kids have a little teeny drone like are they going to be roped into these rules in some way shape or form it depends I, on the weight of them i suppose well, yeah i mean a teeny drone it's yeah you know but if they if we get to the point where we start upgrading to something bigger and maybe we're not using it for commercial purposes but is this going to impact the ability of just having fun and i can't help but wonder how is this going to affect like some of our other shows like the drone zone mm-hmm so you, you know, I wish Henry was here for this to weigh in on it because Henry... That's true. He would have some good thoughts. He, yeah, he would know exactly even what those regulations are, whereas I'm not quite sure. I understand that you can't fly drones after like up to like certain secured areas. Like you can't be in a air sort of scenario or, right, a military or military base stuff yeah. like that yeah so, but yeah. still i don't know I, mm. I just i think maybe they're jumping the gun on some of the rules that transport canada is rolling out the other thing is is a drone really transport mm. depends on if it's owned by amazon i guess <laughs> okay good point i'll give you that one <laughs> Big thanks this week to the Albuquerque Turkey, Roy W. Nash, and our community of viewers for submitting stories to us this week. Thanks for watching the Category5.tv newsroom. Don't forget to like and subscribe for all your tech news with a slight Linux bias. And for more free content, be sure to check out our website. From the Category5.tv newsroom, I'm Sasha Dermatis. Thanks so much, Sasha. So uh, if you're watching, you may have realized that uh, we had news quite early in the show. I messed up the format. I even have it written down right here, but I messed it up. Anyway, see, that's what happens when Robbie leaves. Things just go... <laughs> so, uh, anyway, what we were going to be doing tonight before the news that we're now going to do after the news uh, is things you need to know from the world of tech. So it's not just news, but it's what are some of the other things that are happening in the world of tech that may not make it to the newsroom? Because we have stories submitted all the time, but we can only get so many on every week. So what Sasha and I thought we'd do is just kind of fill you in on what's happening around the world. That's right. Yeah. Uh, one of them that uh, most people should be excited about is Adobe is officially killing Flash by 2020. I'm not even going to give a moment of silence because it's just wonderful. 
This has been a long time coming. Ever since HTML5, Flash has been useless. Right. But do some things use only Flash? I feel like there's... Yes, there but needs- that's... That's oh, websites that may have not updated technology. Like, I know you can, you, you can go to some gaming sites where you just play Flash-based games. They just haven't bothered to update to get with the times, and they're stuck back in something from the 1990s. Mm-hmm. So, but, I mean, like, you've got Chrome, uh, Microsoft Edge, Safari. They all stopped bo- blocking Flash, I think it was last year. Uh, you've right. got... Uh, a couple of them that are going to be doing some support into the years ahead. Um, like, I think Microsoft Edge is giving some support mm-hmm. into 2019, something like that. But as of 2020, Adobe is saying, you know what, enough is enough, Flash is dead. Which is interesting, because that's what Adobe really has been built on. Yeah. So it's it's going to be neat to see them adapt. And I know they've already made steps with other areas, but uh, it's kind of it's neat. So Flash is officially... I'm giving the swang song. I like it. There you go. All right. Uh, you had something about cars. Right. Okay. So the UK is banning the sale of new gas and diesel cars starting in 2040. And then by 2050, expected to have none on the roads. That's cool. Yeah. Although it makes me feel a little bit old because I retire in the 2040s. So maybe I'll go to Europe and drive an electric vehicle. I love it. You know, to be honest with you, I've been watching the Netflix documentary about the. It's called the Pyramid Code, and I I real. I don't. It's a documentary about pyramids and how, uh, contrary to popular belief, they were actually used as, I guess, electrical conduit. I don't know exactly, but they, they created electricity. Same really? with, like, Tesla had the idea of electricity that wasn't made from combustion. So I like the fact that we're going the route of green energy, even though it seems like we're fairly delayed in it by 2040. We're going to make it happen. But that's stopping the sale. So, like, you can't mm-hmm. go to Europe and buy a diesel vehicle. Perfect. I mean, that's really, if you There's think about no it, need to just here. 20 years away. Yeah. There's no need, except for the fact that there is a transition period that needs to happen. Right. It's not like we don't have the technology now to make it happen. We can totally be done with it now if we needed to. We do need to. I think it's kind of cool. I'm excited to see how it will be rolled out, some of the rules that come with it, how it's going to change the auto industry, and how is it going to change the oil industry? I mean, Europe is a big place. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to cut out the entire sale and use of diesel and gasoline vehicles, it's going to have a massive, massive impact. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting. Very cool. Um, okay, going from Europe to the U.S. This one's kind of neat. Girl Scouts of America, kudos to you. So the Girl Scouts of America have decided to add 23 new badges uh, in the areas of science, technology, engineering, mathematics, and outdoors. So the science, technology, engineering, math, they call STEM. So they're STEM badges and outdoor badges. And of these 23, uh, there's a robotics one, specifically for programming robotics. 
Super cool. I know. I'm like... I want to be a Girl Scout of America just so I can get the badge. The point is, for, the, for that one, they have to create simple programs that would run a robot and understand how the machine uses sensors. Okay. So that's kind of cool. Uh, on the engineering side of things, they're going to have to design a race car. So design the car, design the track, and carry out the test with fair rules. So, I guess that's so that nobody loses and everybody gets a medal. I don't know what the fair rules means. It's, <laughs> it's in quotations. Well, no annihilating the other ones? Well, see, I like healthy competition, but I, I, just, I think this is awesome. Uh, the other one that they're rolling out uh, within that is with some of the programming, they're working with other companies uh, from tech-related tech groups like Code.org, SciStarter, Goldiebox, um, and this goes with other badges that they're going to be rolling out next year that they've already announced for website designer and cyber security, which is very cool. Not too many clubs teach kids about cyber security. So I think this is great. But the, the interesting thing about why they're doing this is Girl Scouts of America has found that almost that their um, members, I don't know if that's the word you call them, mm -hmm. they're almost twice as likely as non-Girl Scouts to participate in STEM and outdoor activities, 60% uh, versus 35%. And as well, uh, Girl Scouts are more likely to get careers in STEM industries law, and business. Nice. That's very neat. So not only is it about getting a badge and learning some really cool stuff, but it's setting you up for the next phase in life, which is your career. I think this is awesome. What a great move. I love it. Yes. It's great. Well done, Girl Scouts of America. Good job. All right. What have you got? Okay. So here are... This is a, quite the list of how our lives will change dramatically over the next 20 years. Now, is this an op-ed, like an opinion piece, or is this like looking at the transition of tech and where this it's This is looking it? at the transition of tech. Okay. All right. All right. So there's quite a few of these, so we can sure. go through them. It looks like... Uber doo -doo, is just a software tool. So Uber will be the biggest taxi company in the world. Really? Yeah. With all the challenges they're facing? Mm-hmm. Huh. Airbnb is now the biggest hotel company in the world. Yes. Knew that. Yeah. Artificial intelligence. Computers become exponentially better in understanding the world. This year, a computer beat the best Go player in the world 10 years earlier than expected. Sorry, the best what? Go player. Go player? I don't know what that is. I, I don't know what Go player is. But, you know, it's interesting. Cause it was last week or the week before we had the um, composer software that was run by AI. Mm -hmm. So music that's created by artificial intelligence. And it was that's beautiful true. music. It was really quite moving. So uh, that's very cool. Now, one of the things with AI is uh, IBM's Watson. Mm -hmm. So you can get legal advice from Watson. That's right. They said that like 90% of all law jobs will be done. You, I guess you can self-represent when you have, you know, Watson behind you. Really? Yeah. Huh. All right. And what else is there coming up? Watson helps nurses diagnose cancer. So... Now that's right now. Yep. 
Yep. So by 2030, computers will become more intelligent than humans in the medical industry. I, that's kind of scary, mm -hmm. uh, considering that there's a lot of um, exploratory medical research. Yeah. So. It makes me wonder if it's it'll be like diagnosing things or if it'll be for removing diseases from the face of the planet. Like, hey, AI figured out how to cure cancer. Mm -hmm. That'd be kind of wild. It says here that kids now will never need to get a license and never need to own a car because of autonomous cars and all of the driving companies. No. That's what it's... I, really? Yeah. See, I, oh, no, I don't like that. And the need for cars will decrease by 90 to 95%. So I suppose that would be high-speed trains, that sort of situation. Trainy McTrain face. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see getting rid of cars. I, I can see the not need for a license, although that makes me sad because, that, I mean, that's like a rite of passage when you can get your license and look forward to that. Mm -hmm. The day I got behind a wheel was a great day. <laughs> I actually loved having a car while I did. I love not having a car now. So I'm kind of on board with the no car thing. Uh, I, I couldn't live without a car. Um, it says, last year, more solar energy was installed worldwide than fossil. Energy companies are desperately trying to limit access to the grid to prevent competition from solar home installations, but it won't last. Technology will take care of that strategy. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the way things are going with renewable energy. Uh, now, one of the things I noticed on your list is about 3D printing. Mm -hmm. And we've covered that a few times on the show, and we did have that one interview... So last year, mm -hmm. um, with 3D printing, how it will rock your world, I think the book was called. Very cool stuff. But uh, this list is saying that 3D printers uh, will, will go down from 18000 to $400 within 10 years. Well, last week there was a, a story on a 3D printed heart. Yes. So, right? Yeah. So 3D printing not only will be less expensive, but already if it's being used, I know that you can 3D print a house, which is crazy. Wow. You can 3D print a heart. It just, it really just changes the way, I guess, we'll view making, like manufacturing, right? Because hmm. now you're going to make the thing and it'll man manufacture in just one piece you know, organs and... See, the, I'm, my mind is now like going off in left field because I'm thinking, okay, we've got really good artificial intelligence that can do mm -hmm. better than humans in some cases, and now we can 3D print organs. How soon before we have, like, data? Like animatronic, mm -hmm. real-life cyborg type. I wonder if that'll... Like, we'll have animatronic-type animals within 20 years. Uh, Bring your cat back. Ew. <laughs> I don't know. But, I mean, if you were to go to a hospital, let's say, and, yeah. and instead of having to wait to be triaged and, and go through, if you could just stand in a scanner and find out right away what's going on. Yeah. Be seen by, what was it, Pepper the... That was yes, Pepper the animatronic nurse thing. Yeah. 
<laughs> That's very cool. Uh, okay, last one. This one kind of... I've seen the markings of this start a couple years ago in Sweden, but uh, in Wisconsin, there's a vending machine company mm-hmm. that has opened up for their employees to be microchipped. And it was voluntary process. And of their 85 employees, 50 of them said, yeah, chip me. So the microchip will allow them to buy snacks, log into computers, and use the copy machine. Now, this was done two, three years ago, I think from a Swedish company, where their entire business is microchips. So you just kind of swipe your hand and your business comes to life. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's the deal with these. And with this company, uh, it's called Three Square Market. And on August 1st, they're having a chip party where they're all going to get chipped at the same time. Right. I, uh, I'm of two minds on this. I love it for the simplicity of you wouldn't need a code to go into a door. You would already know if you had the security clearances you could easily open a door somebody else couldn't i don't like the fact that probably a reader could easily be manufactured they could probably reprogram a chip already implanted in them likely or or like to go into doors they're not supposed to be in or perhaps to be able to use or get anything from the vending machine but not have the money actually come out of their account like i feel like i trust the hackers of this more than I trust the creators of it. <laughs> well, and it's funny that you say that because they're, um, the Nevada state senator, Becky Harris, uh, back in February, tried to introduce legislation preventing employers from forcing this on. Now, I mean, in this case, it was voluntary. It was, hey, who wants to sign up? Mm-hmm. Um, but what uh, Senator Harris was saying is that it's possible to hack the information that's contained within the chips. And I mean, it's... If you haven't seen it, it's, it's about the size of a grain of rice. Mm-hmm. And they insert it between the forefinger and the thumb. So, like, right in here. Uh, I don't... Uh, yeah. I hear... I mean, it's a radio frequency that it, that it works on. You've got people that are... You know, there's all these studies about how cell phones and all that will give you cancer. Like, hey, let's take a chip that works off radio frequencies and shove it into your body. Right. Like, is, does then, this become a WSIB thing if they get cancer in the hand? Right. Uh, not just only ask that. Watson. Well, I guess not only that, but I would worry about creating some sort of weird, like, two-tier situation. There's the chipped and the unchipped. Right? But, well, like yes. Yes. There it's, a black, is. it's a, like a Black Mirror thing again. Well, and, you know, it's, it's funny because I've heard about the chipping technology since the 80s. Mm-hmm. And it's now kind of coming into fruition, but the basics of it has never changed. It's still the exact same ordeal that it's going to be this thing that runs our lives. And I, uh, there's, there's dangerous territory here. Yeah, I, I feel like it's weird to chip like a human, but my passport, I mean... People so chip we, animals. And my passport has a chip in it. Really? Mm-hmm. I got a ten-year passport, and the inside the the front cover of it, there's a there's a chip. Huh. So I guess they scan the passport, then they open it, and as long as the information that pops up on their screen looks the same as what's there, it's not a forged document. Oh, uh, I guess that way. So if they if I had information yeah. in me that could, and then 
in me and on me, then they could, I could prove that I wasn't a terrorist, I guess. <laughs> so is this going to open the new door of crimes like, hey, I was slashed and they stole my chip? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I, no, I'm not a fan of this one. Very interesting technology, what they're using for. Not a fan of this one. Right. Uh, well, that pretty much brings us to the end of the show. Hey, um, do you want to hear something funny that I saw in the news this morning? Yes. There is a tick in oh, Canada, northern you, Canada. Oh. I, you know what? It's on CBC, so I'm sure that this is completely a true story. You had to bring this up. So there's a tick, not a Lyme disease tick. It's it's called like the Lone Ranger or something. It's just a weird tick name. And it, after it bites you, releases a protein into your blood that makes you allergic to red meat. Yeah, you shared this one with me this morning. Uh, I hope I never see this tick because I love my meat. I think it's hilarious. When my wife was pregnant with our first son, she knew she was pregnant the day after because she couldn't stand the smell of meat. Like, sent her running for the washroom. So we went completely vegetarian for four months. It was the worst four months of my life. It was painful. And when you're new in your marriage and you're still trying to figure each other out, and I thought, hey, when I go to work, I'm just going to hit McDonald's, grab a burger, I'll be fine. I'd grab it around like 2 o'clock lunchtime. She'd be able to smell it on you. Yes. So I would would leave the house at 7 to go to work, go out and buy whatever it was that I wanted at the time. I mean, because it's the morning, it's breakfast sandwiches mm-hmm. at that point, but I would eat the breakfast sandwich for lunch, but she would still know. She's like, oh, I can smell it on your breath. I come home like 12 hours later. Okay, yep. It's horrible. Oh. See, now you're just making me upset, Sasha. So if you, got t- if you got bit by this tick, though, it wouldn't matter if you liked it or didn't like it. You just wouldn't be able to eat it at all. I would lose all hope. This is a hilarious bug. This is not. This is like tax, toxoplasma. This is, that's I don't it. know what that is. Toxoplasma. It's the reason why pregnant women can't change kitty litter. Because there's a parasite called oh, toxoplasma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It causes toxoplasmosis. So it's very dangerous to unborn, or unborn children. Um, I don't but like it's, a, it's a parasite that gets into your brain and it changes human behavior. So it slows reaction time. So it increases the likelihood of a, of a car accident. It also is proven to make men more aggressive and women more passive. So they yeah, actually, there's a theory that it, it has shaped our culture, that more people than we imagine have toxoplasmosis. Hmm. Anyway. I'm not a fan Random of Random parasite talk. Yeah, I think that parasite needs to go the way of the mosquito. That's, that's, right. that's what I think. That's right. All right. Well, that, that's pretty much it for us. Uh, a couple things to be aware of. If you have not checked out our forums, it's forum.category5.tv. Post a picture of yourself. That's right. Solbu did that this week. Solbu did do that this week. So you can check out that photo. Uh, as well, we've got our partners if you want to purchase something on Amazon, use our partner links. Lots of people buying things like toiletries and household products. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's being quite, um, you know, helpful for the show. Because every time you purchase through Amazon or any of our partner links, the, you know, we get a, a small cut that helps pay for our expenses. So for everybody who's helping out, thank you. And uh, check out shop.category5.tv. That's Lots okay. of good stuff there. Like awesome. the raspberry pie. <laughs> You're oh, awesome. I love the pie. All right, uh, so next week, yes. episode 515, you are not I'm here. I'm not here. 
I'm taking over the news desk. Finally getting that sucker back. It's been a long time. Um, And Shelly's going to be here, and we're going to be taking a look at uh, the ability to play video files from a USB stick. Very, very cool. cool. And I think this might even help you with your upcoming wedding. Perfect. So I could use all the help I can get. That's right. That's my contribution to your wedding. Thank you. Is, is doing the show and the news. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> right. So Robbie will be back next week. We'll have a normal format. Things won't be as messed up as they are right now. Uh, but that, uh, that just about covered it. Well done. Go team not screwing up. There we go. <laughs> Thanks so much for watching. And I, we'll see you again next week. Have a good week.